If you are a new entrepreneur or thinking about starting your business, this episode is for you. I'm going to talk all about the reasons why as an entrepreneur, you should go with your gut and not your mind. Hey, hey, wake up with me with a latte in your hand and ideas on your mind. Welcome to the podcast that is all about love, motivation, and mindset for developing entrepreneurs. I know that reaching for your purpose can be scary and one that I know well. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Scoggins. I'm a licensed psychologist turned entrepreneur, and I know how tiring it is to live in someone else's shadow and the fear that is felt the first time you stand out on your own and show up just for you. Let's do this together. Grab your cup and let's go. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. I am your host, Michelle, and we are going to talk all about the difference between using your gut instinct and your mind instincts when making business decisions. And this is something that came across me as I was listening to a church service over the weekend, and I'm going to relate it in a way that whether it is about religion or about psychology, we can look at it in the same kind of concept. So I'm not going just based off of religious beliefs, but it just came through in that way to me. And I was able to kind of convert it into just the way that our minds think and the way that we're trained and put, you know, a span of psychology on there. And so our Mind is what we've learned throughout life. So all of us have different sort of imprints and ways of learning as you hear like the lens in which you look through life is different for everyone based upon what you've learned. So depending on how that works for you in your life, maybe you're a risk taker, maybe you're not a risk taker, and that is all based upon your ability to uh, tap into gut instincts or be too fearful to tap into gut instincts. So using your mind is that logic. We um, use logic for a lot of things, right? Balancing your checkbook, um, buying a home, anything to do with things that we need to use logic for. But when we are looking at gut instincts, and you could probably talk to most entrepreneurs and they will give you the same advice that when you see a good deal or a good opportunity, they went with their gut. And this was that feeling that you have, whether it's in your gut, in your heart. So as the church service that I was listening to spoke about your heart, meaning the Holy Spirit, and that's where the Holy Spirit lives within you, and that God has never visited your brain. He only visits through the Holy Spirit to your heart. And if we relate that then over to psychology, then our gut instinct is like this universe instinct, um, however you believe that if there is a higher power in your life or if there is a universe power in your life, you look at that gut instinct. So like when we think of taking risks, the risk taking in us is all about that gut instinct. 
And using your gut in order to make decisions also leads you to your true self. Because in psychology, we have our true self and our false self. Our true self is our gut, what we say to ourselves, that internal thought that we have um, when we say, gosh, I wish I could look like that person or, oh, I wish I could wear those things, but I'm too whatever the negative connotation we add to that. And so the the gut instinct, that internal instinct is our true self. But what happens is that false self, which is our mind instinct, uses that lens. Remember what we've been taught in the world and our own individual learning tells us, no, that's not right. No, you shouldn't do that. Remember what happened to you the last time you did that. And so that mind instinct is that false self that tells you all of the risks that you're taking or all of the wrongdoing that has happened, all of those negative aspects about your particular life. And so when we follow that logic or that mind instinct, we get further away from our true self and more toward a societal standard. And so if you you think about that, of how many people follow the status quo or are one of the herd, if we think about that herd mentality, Um, If any of you know agriculture, which I grew up in ag, so I kind of know that. If one cow goes, they all go, right? But that is also what we do as humans. So look, if there, that's why we we coin trends. So a trend comes out, and if I'm wearing my pants backwards, like if some of you are old enough to remember crisscross, the rappers wearing your pants backwards, all of a sudden everyone had their pants on backwards. We don't really know if the kids woke up that morning and accidentally put his pants on backwards. Somehow overnight that became a trend. And so that's what we do as humans is our mind instinct takes us towards the status quo. Well, entrepreneurs typically don't follow this status quo mentality, we want to be unique. We want to find our own little niche in the world. We want to, even though there's many of us out there that are coaches or uh, mentors, we all say that this is one particular thing about our program or the things that we do that's different than the 10 million other people that are doing the same thing. So we try to individualize our piece of the status quo. And that's the difference with being an entrepreneur and being an employee. Employees go with a status quo. If you think about that, you the what we were taught or what I was taught in school is that you graduate high school and you either go off to college or trade school or find a quote unquote good job. And this good job was filled full of benefits, a 401k, health insurance, um, a retirement plan, yada, yada, right? Weekends off, nine to five, whatever it was. And that was like everyone stood in line to become an employee because that is our training. So right off the top, being an entrepreneur, 
You are not the status quo person. You are not one of the herd. You've already removed yourself from that need to be an employee. So in one aspect, you've already used a gut instinct to follow that path of entrepreneurship, but it becomes difficult at times to continue on that path because we're always trying to lean back towards the status quo. Um, It's very difficult to step out there on your own and not have a blueprint of what you're going to do. And so in some way, shape, or form, we try to follow the status quo in some aspects. So again, going back to this gut instinct versus a brain instinct, your gut instinct is going to drive you toward your true self. And once you are living in that true self, that is where you find peace and you find happiness and you feel find fulfillment and like you've you've hit the jackpot kind of so to say whereas if you continue to go with the brain instinct and follow the status quo yeah you have a good 401k you got weekends off you got sick pay and some retirement and you can go to the doctor when you want to cuz you got good health insurance but you aren't finding happiness and fulfillment because that isn't part of the status quo. I don't believe that I've ever heard the commercial say that if you find the quote, good job, get the benefits and blah, 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 you're going to be happy. It tells you that your life will be set, but it doesn't say it will be happy. So you get a blueprint of comfortability, but you don't get a blueprint of happiness. So that is like the huge difference between the status quo, the gut going with your gut instincts is either you're an employee, which is the status quo, or you're an entrepreneur, which is going with your gut instinct. The gut instinct is necessary to use as an entrepreneur because it takes you to your true self. When you're working within your true self and in your true calling as an entrepreneur, then life becomes easy because you're doing what you love. If you look at most of the entrepreneurs out there, they're doing what they love. The money comes so that I think that we're all enticed by looking at the success and we measure success by the money that the entrepreneur makes. And we look at these most successful entrepreneurs and we find that we are looking at wanting to make their money. And that's what we coin as success. But if you talk to a true entrepreneur, A lot of times they say they did what they wanted and lived their dream, found their truth, and they knew the money would follow because as long as they were doing what they loved, they knew that money was inevitable. And so that is where there is some mind shifting that goes on along with following your gut because it is the opposite as an employee. So the employee thinks, I get the job and the job will pay me, right? And so that the the job in some way, shape, or form is the 
there is an exchange where entrepreneurship more speaks along doing what you love and the money is secondary. So an employee thinks that the money is primary. First thing you think about when you go on a job interview is how much is the pay, right? An entrepreneur thinks how much work do I have to put in before I get paid. So every entrepreneur goes out there and they don't get paid until the product or whatever they're doing is produced. It's not like you punch in the time clock at your job and 40 hours equals a payment. Entrepreneurs do things a little differently. So that is, again, this mind shift that occurs, which allows you then to go with that gut instinct. But as long as your mind tells you, I need these this insurance, I need this time off, I need this 401k, I need a boss, I, I need, I need, I need, then you will stay as an employee because entrepreneurship isn't something that you can imagine. So as you sit back and kind of let this all marinate and take it all in. I want you to think about what is your true need in this world and where do you fall at? A lot of us, before we jump into entrepreneurship, may be a little bit in the middle. You may be a little bit of an employee and at the same time, you're a little bit of an entrepreneur because you have this dream of being this success story, whatever that looks like for you. And you have to learn to move the needle a little bit from the employee and keep pushing it towards the entrepreneur. And the only way to do that is to let go of some of those mind driving thoughts. So some of the things that you have learned innately drove you to become an an employee. And so you have to let go of some of those thoughts in order to be an entrepreneur. And like I blow people's minds when people ask me, how did I leave my government nine to five job with excellent benefits, retirement, um, all of those things and step out and be an entrepreneur And my simple answer was, I learned how to pay for my own health insurance. I invested in my own 401k. And then I make my schedule where I take the time off that I need to, when I need to, how I need to. And on top of that, I work less than 40 hours a week. And so for me, it was a win-win, whereas for them, they were still hung up on health insurance. And if you know anything about business or you're just stepping into it, let me tell you, we can solve that quickly. Health insurance is easy to purchase and it's a business expense. It is a write-off because you have to have insurance coverage in the United States. So it is a business expense. Therefore, problem solved. But yet my colleagues still had a real difficult time digesting that. They were really hung up on how did I do these things? And for me, it was a very simple fix that I did not see myself withering away with my skill at a nine to five job when I could have more fluidity, um, flexibility, 
to do the things that I want and one work less than uh, they all are working and do my own thing. So as you go out and I'll kind of tie it up here, think about the difference between your own gut instinct and your own brain instinct. Oftentimes when you say to yourself, no, you can never do that. No, I'm not as smart as that person. No, they are different than I. That is your brain instinct that was developed. So the thing about brain instincts is we can redevelop our brain instincts. You can change that. It is a learned experience. Your gut, again, is your true self. The more you follow your gut, the happier you're going to be in life and you will find fulfillment. So I want to leave you just with that thought. And until next time, be well. I want to thank you for stopping by and sharing some time together. Hope your latte has not gotten cold. If you enjoyed what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to Lattes with the Ladies so that you get reminders of new episodes released weekly. Also, share some love in the reviews and forward to your friends and family. If you feel like making a move toward the life you want, or if you've already started and are struggling, feel free to reach me on my website at www.drscoggins.com. On my website, you can sign up for my newsletter where I will keep you updated on all the new stuff I'm doing. Until next time, remember, you are loved. Thank you.